Hello, welcome to the Down Back Drop podcast hosted by Connor Evers, the Director of Recruiting for the PGA Golf Manager Program here at Methodist University. This podcast is recorded live from the Mass Communications Department here on campus with special help from Paul Joseph. Each week I sit down with alumni, our PGM staff, and friends and family of the program, as well as current students. We share stories, key information, and best practices of why our PGA Golf Manager program here at Methodist University is the best in the United States of America. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Down Back Drop podcast. This is episode number 18. Today, I have the uh, fortune enough to, to be sitting down with Thomas Hutton. Thomas is a 2010 graduate of Methodist University, as well as our PGA Golf Manager program. He's originally from Ridgewood, New Jersey, and he currently is the executive director for the Southern Texas PGA section. Thomas, appreciate you coming on today. How are you doing? Very good. Thanks for having me, Connor. Welcome to 2021. <laughs> Absolutely. Welcome. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Cool. We'll get into a couple things here. Where'd you grow up? I mentioned New Jersey, but you know, kind of your upbringing and how golf came into your life. Yeah, you know, obviously, uh, golf's a great sport. Glad to be playing it. Glad to be working in the industry. But yeah, I started when I was five years old. And honestly, I, I owe a lot to my, my dad, you know, family. Uh, we, we vacationed in North Myrtle Beach uh, for, you know, I'm 32 years old. And I think we were there 29 or 30 years of my life over the summer. So got to play down there, took my first lesson down there. And then just grew up in uh, New Jersey, playing any public golf course we could find. My dad would drive me over state lines into New York to play some nine-hole golf courses that were up there. Never really was a member of any of the country clubs, but obviously got opportunities to play. But, you know, what a sport to play. Uh, about my sophomore year in high school, I realized I wasn't good enough to, you know, make it, you know, as a, you know, a PGA Tour player, let's be honest. So, uh, but love the, love the game. And actually heard about the program because of the Myrtle Beach connection with Coastal Carolina. So actually like toured that school when I was a sophomore and was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then that's where I heard about Methodist. And then uh, Methodist clearly took the front runner of uh, the program to go to. And so glad to finally eventually get to Methodist. Nice. And, and talk specifically why you decided to come to Methodist and maybe some other opportunities you had uh, while you're doing your search in your last few years of high school. Yeah. you know. It, I think once you got into the space of, you know, the, I think at that time there was 20 schools. I think we're now down to like 18 schools um, that have a PGA golf management program. You know, it was very clear that the w word on the street was if you wanted to be the best, you had to go to the best. And that was Methodist university. Um, you know, with Mr. Hogg, the connections he had, I think he had just come off of winning um, a national award with the PGA of America. So extremely well connected there. But then, you know, once you're on site, you know, I'm not, I was never a person that wanted to go to a 50,000 student, you know, school like that was never going to fit for me anyway. So having that small environment, but then also having, you know, the golf course on campus, you know, to be the best, you got to go to the best. And so that was very clear that Methodist University was the one when you can rattle off that, you know, Connor, you should know this better than me, but I'm pretty sure the head golf professional at Pine Valley, Oakmont. Uh, some of these big name facilities are all Methodist grads. You know, I think uh, we're doing something right. That's that's correct. Appreciate that too. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool. We'll talk uh, I haven't played it yet. I, I don't know if there, there's not a Methodist alumni event at Pine Valley yet. I don't know what's going on with that, but you know, maybe we could work on that one. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. We need to make that happen. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. 
Cool. So talk about your overall experience at, at Methodist um, and what you were involved in inside the program and out as well. Yeah, you know, you're actually, uh, I, I was actually the student government president my senior year, um, got really involved with a lot of different dynamics there at the university. Um, I thought I thought it taught me a lot about leadership, obviously, and my even in my current role as the executive director here for Southern Texas, where I'm leading the organization here for our PGA professionals. But, you know, at Methodist, there's just so many different opportunities to get involved in things. Um, I was involved with FBA, played a lot of golf, talked with a lot of different students about a, a lot of different things, love going to the sporting events. Um, and, you know, from a program perspective, you know, it was just world class, you know, the classroom to the classroom down back of being the golf course, um, the network of PGA professionals. You know, I was in one of the biggest classes to ever graduate in 2010. And so to see what, you know, my class is still doing with head professionals all across the country, um, it's just remarkable. And it's a network that continues to grow each day as Methodist continues to turn out the next crop of PGA professionals. Great. Appreciate that as well. And talk about your, your internships while you're at Methodist, where you went, and uh, kind of talk about those experiences individually, if you don't mind, too. Yeah, you know, obviously, that's one of the best parts about the program. You know, I have a love for Arizona. Um, so my first year, I went back home, standard, want to go home, see all your friends, do all that kind of stuff. So I was at a country club in uh, New Jersey uh, called Morris County Golf Club. And it actually was quite unique because the head professional there was running for the national secretary position for the PGA of America. So that was like my opening of my eyes to the whole governance of our association. So that was very unique. Ted O'Rourke, great PGA professional, longtime PGA professional there. He actually now lives on a boat and he's retired. So living his best <laughs> life. So shout out to Ted O'Rourke yeah. on that one. Uh, but then I went to Arizona. I wanted to get out there for a summer. So people thought I was crazy to go do an internship in the summer in Arizona. But I'll take 120 degree heat over 20 degrees any day of the week. So went out there, worked outside services at Moon Valley Country Club, was in the True Network. Good experience. Um, obviously, you know, got to get your feet wet when doing outside stuff. So that's, you know, kind of part of the gig. So glad to learn that. But then really went to uh, really kind of had an a come to Jesus moment of like, Hey, you know, what do I really want to do by the time you were a junior? And, uh, the PGA of America came calling and kind of opened my eyes up to tournament operations. So worked for the PGA of America for two summers as an intern for the PGA junior series. So I uh, got to travel the country for two straight summers. Um, it was unbelievable. You know, we, our, our summer was, we ran like 10 events over an 11 and a half, 12 week period. So every week we were in a new city. So we lived in a hotel, we lived out of our suitcases, but over those two summers, I can say now that I've run a tournament in, I think like 16 different states in the country. Wow. So that's cool. It's, yeah, it is so cool. And then like even the network that you grew, like we were obviously talking to PGA professionals while we were at these golf courses. And then I got to know even their executive directors, you know, I've gotten to make a good connection with David Hanins in Nebraska because we went there both years that I worked. Um, you know, he actually offered me a job at one point when I, you know, was trying to find my next job. So like the network there of using those internships and what I would give any current PGA student is use it as a way to start your network. You know, you, it's only three months. It's not meant to be, you know, I got to go live in Seattle for the rest of my life, or I need to go <laughs> live in Chicago for the rest of my life. Nothing against either of those cities, just as somebody from New Jersey, I encourage people to try someplace new. 
because it's going to only help you. You know, even if you know that you don't like it at the end of the three months, it's still going to help you because now you know you don't like that place. Correct. So, you know, I, I encourage people to use their internships wisely. Um, go around the country, come to Texas. Uh, would love to have you here in Texas. We got a great experience here. <laughs> have to put a little plug in for of the course, Southern Texas PGA, but, uh, you know, tournament operations, a great opportunity. It teaches you a lot about, you know, time management, organization, putting on professional events. And then obviously the network of, you know, for us here in Southern Texas, we have a championship season for our PGA professionals and you get to meet all of them. So, you know, what we like to convey to our interns is, when you're working at a club, you're working for maybe one or two PGA professionals. When you're working for the section, you're going to see about 120 to 200 of them throughout the summer. So quite a different experience, but obviously uh, something that I love and have a passion for. Very cool. I, I wish you could uh, sit down with some of my recruits that come and visit because that's the nice part about that is being able to travel and see new experiences during the summer months. And a lot of parents and students, like you're mentioning, they want to go home for all four of theirs or, or most of them. So that's the nice part about those internships. And you said it perfectly. I, I, I got it on audio so I could share that. With you sure can. And it is. And it's so, you know, I think when I went, I was hoping to go not home over the first summer. But then again, it's freshman year, first year away from your house. Like, you know, it's natural. Like, I, I no gotcha. nothing against that. But kind of that second year. You know, even the other thing, I was fortunate. I went with two of my buddies. So there were three of us that went to Arizona together. So we all knew each other. We all lived together. So like grab a buddy, go someplace and have fun. You know, there, there's plenty of places that are in big markets that maybe you're not even working at the same facility, but at least you can live together. You know, those types of things. Sure. No, that's that's great. Appreciate you sharing that, too. Uh, talk about your, your current role and how you got to that as well, if you don't mind, Thomas. Yeah, you know, obviously with those internships with the PGA of America kind of opened up my eyes to the section side of the business. Um, you know, I'm a PGA member, proud PGA member, but I will highly unlikely never work at a green grass facility. Not my not my forte, not my skill set. Um, and this job in Southern Texas, I was the director of junior golf for five years right out of college, uh, ran the lar one of the largest junior golf programs in the country. Uh, we have down here in Southern Texas, we run over 400 tournaments for kids ages 6 to 18. Wow. We got a, yeah, we got a membership of about 3,500 kids. Uh, when I was here, it was in about the 24 to 2,500 range. So obviously grew that pretty extensively. But, you know, it, it's from my perspective, the thing that I love is that, you know, it was a business. Uh, I love the business side of golf and the that this is a business, you know, people want to make money and people want to, you know, golf professionals want to make more money. You know, how can they quantify what they're doing at their facility or in their business? And I took that junior golf program as kind of my own little business that I ran. How can I get more kids playing golf? How can I provide better services? How can I have better tournaments? Um, but then the unique thing is while it was a business, it was a direct benefit to our PGA members. And at a section and at the PGA of America, I work for the members. So I work for the 800 PGA members within Southern Texas. How can I better their lives? How can I better the game? You know, our mission is pretty clear. We're here to serve the member, grow the game, and elevate the association here in Southern Texas. So, you know, how I got here was in an indirect way of never seeing this side of the business. And so that's another way of, again, going back to that intern conversation, Connor, of like, hey, try something different. You know, go work for a sales company. Go work for... A, a section, go work for the PGA of America as a member, you know, that only strengthens it. You know, it's great to have PGA members working for the association because we went through it. We went through the education. We understand what PGA professionals are dealing with on a daily basis. So 
love where I'm at, worked my way up, was an assistant executive director in Middle Atlantic, a short term in Iowa. Connor, I apologize. I didn't stay in Iowa longer, but pe- <laughs> That's okay. I heard people there are great, you know, and so I'm sorry we didn't cross cross paths in Iowa, but no, my wife and, had a, and I only had great things to say about Iowa and then was fortunate. I've been back here in Southern Texas as their executive director for 30, uh, for three years. So very, uh, very fortunate to be here and uh, great professionals, great clubs, uh, great part of the country to live in, to be honest. Great. Thanks, Thomas. And go through kind of what you do on a day-to-day basis as being the executive director as well, if you don't mind. Yeah, it really depends on the day. Depends on the yeah. day. You know, right now, uh, you know, this time of year, we're kind of planning for the whole year. Uh, we can play 12 months a year. So our junior golf program is already up and running. We had events starting on January 16th, and we'll go all the way through December 15th for these kids. So program's already up and running. Uh, our tournament schedule for our professionals is uh, starting in uh, late February, early March for them. So preparing for that. But then this is really a big time. We do our big annual meeting for our PGA professionals in February. So obviously with COVID and the world we're living in, we're going to do all that virtual. Uh, it is an election year for us. So here at the section level, we have a president, vice president, secretary that I report to. We have a board of directors that we report to. Uh, so running a virtual election is a little bit of a dynamic right now. Um, but really, you know, at the end of the day, we're here to serve the members. You know, they they uh, have entrusted me to kind of lead the direction of where we're going. We got a strategic vision that we look at every day of serving those members through education, through tournaments, uh, through our foundation with junior golf and scholarships. So it's all encompassing, uh, but something that I enjoy. And, you know, it's nice to call a PGA professional and just talk with them. More times than not, my job's a relationship thing of, you know, how are we doing? Sure. What can I do to help? Um, and when they see us, you know, at a section level, they're actually trying to get away from their facility. So it's like, <laughs> hey, I just want to have some fun. You know, let's talk about a story or joke around or something along those lines. So day to day, it's something different every day, but that keeps me on my toes. Nice. And I know you talked a little about it, a little bit about it uh, during the podcast thus far, but um, give us some advice for a prospective student that's potentially looking to Methodist and um, what they should do, um, you know, in, in their search as well. Yeah, well, advice in terms of going to Methodist, I think there's really no need for advice. You should just go. Like that that seems pretty easy, Connor. Wouldn't you agree with that? You, you can ta- you can use that one too next time you talk yeah, with a recruit. A little, little tagline. Exactly. Yeah. You know, there's, there's really no the advice is to go. You know, that that is that is the advice. Um but you know, all joking aside on that comment, yes. If you're looking for a PGA golf management program, they're all great. They're all they all have their own nuances. I have a great relationship with Sam Houston State here in Texas, obviously, since we're in Texas. Um, but you know, Methodist, you're going to get a great experience, great teachers, great facilities, uh, great opportunities to advance your career, find a job 100% guaranteed when you're done. You know, those talking points are pretty self-explanatory, but in terms of, you know, specific advice, you know, with any industry that you're going into network, your butt off, you know, network, 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 send an email, make a phone call, say hello, reach out randomly. I think you would be surprised the number of PGA professionals that will be responsive to an incoming PGA member. Hey, what can you teach me? Hey, this is what I'm interested in. You know, if you're looking at teaching, for example, you know, even, even for the people in, you know, you're in Fayetteville, go over to Pinehurst and watch somebody give a lesson. You know, what an unbelievable avenue to do that, you know, take the initiative to do that. And so I think a lot of the networking is that word of taking initiative, you know, reach out to people, say that you're love golf and you want to get better. And there's going to be PGA members that are going to want to help you. Fantastic. Very cool. 
And what's something you learned while you were at Methodist? Again, it could be in the classroom. It could be on an internship. Um, maybe a, a, a sit-down conversation with Mr. Hogg or Mr. Bruns, you know, anything. But what, what's something you learned while your time at Methodist that you still use till this day? Well, I'm probably going to tell you something kind of that you, no one's probably told you so far in one of these episodes. But right. it was something Mr. Mr. Hogg told me, and he might have had this behind closed doors, but now it's open to the wild world of uh, podcast nations here. <laughs> um, you know, I think his his comment about college was, Thomas, you know, at the end of the day, college teaches you how to live on your own. And yes, the books are important. Yes, the schooling's important. Hanging out with your friends is important. But at the end of the day, college does teach you how to live on your own. And in this day and age with technology and, you know, everything that the world is dealing with right now, I do see great value. And what I learned at Methodist was the ability to live on my own, make valuable decisions, uh, decisions have consequences, you know, what's in the best interest of me and the friends that I'm with, who do I hang out with, who do I associate, associate with, um, you know, take ownership of your life, I think is maybe one thing that I learned, you know, I, I'm probably saying this, people are thinking I came from this, you know, terrible background, you know, had an amazing family, very fortunate to be where I am, where I grew up, but just more of that idea of, you know, take ownership in your life. And, you know, what, what can you do to better yourself? You know, don't blame others, take action, you know, don't, don't just complain about things, you know, that was something I think was important of like, if we wanted to make something Methodist, better at Methodist, we were students, let's speak up and let's do it. You know, whether or not it's about PGA golf management program, whether or not it's about the student center, whatever it is, you know, let's, let's have an active voice. And obviously that's kind of tend, led to my career of being a leader and always feel like I've been a good leader to people and things like that. So I think that would be something I've learned there of, you know, take ownership, be proactive um, and really think about what you're doing. Nice. Thanks for sharing as well. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. 